Welcome back to Fold in the Cheese. It's your boy, Gay Troll, on the mic today. We are previewing week three in the NFL. Stoked about it. I am joined today, as always, by the Apollo Creed to my Rocky Balboa. Come here, Rock. My man, Matt. Rocky, ain't you Italian? Yeah, I'm Italian. Well, now, what does that mean? That means if he can't fight, I bet he can cook. <laughs> Ethan Gelfan, what's happening to E? Nothing much. Just ready to do a training montage. I feel like I desperately need a training montage. In the movies, they make it so easy. Like, someone's out of shape, give them a five-minute montage, boom, jacked, ready to go. I need that in real life. So, Can, can your we... wife hook that up? Can Kirsten hook that up for us? I mean, she has a five lot of time here. I have five, five minutes. Five I need tops. to go from dad bod to Thor bod. Make this That's happen. Right. That's all you got is five minutes. Dude, I could punch a giant T-bone steak for like 10 seconds i could do that i, I could just probably, i could go i could go i could go ham on that thing for like 10 seconds i would probably just try and eat it would be my problem so i was like uh, i'm hungry yo. this is cook this up <laughs> i would eat it for a while until i was full and then it's like you know it's like a 300 pounds hanging steak right so i'd be like i'd eat it until i was full so you'd see like little eat marks on the side of it from like where i'd noshed like on it trying to like gnaw it or are you going in sophisticated like I mean, it's just hanging there. I'm not sure if, like, just, just from a swinging perspective, I'm sure if you tried to stick a fork and knife in it, like, it would just swing away from you, you know? Dang it. You're right. It's not very Gotta go good. caveman. Gotta go savage. Traction. Okay. So this can yeah. Be. So, yeah. I wish, I, I just, it's always, I feel like uh, training montages in movies are just kind of mocked now because it's kind of just, it's movie standard now. It's like, oh, here yeah. comes the montage. Well, you really only see it anymore in, like, comedies, I feel like. Because they mock it. It's like, all right. Awesome. Yeah, I like just don't, break, I don't think you really see that many anymore. Because you break the fourth wall. It's like, all right, guys, you know what time it is. Training montage. Training montage. Sorry, I have to take this hit off. It's way too hot. Oh, I got a sweatshirt, a jacket. <laughs> uh, okay, now I'm ready. Yeah, I'm, I'm nice and cool here in my chubbies. I'm looking, I'm looking cool, feeling cool. Yes. I'm doing great. Very jealous. I love these shirts. I'm all I in. Guess Instead of being like a boxer, I'm doing the sweat therapy for wrestlers. You know, well, they you're cutting weight. Like, yeah, no, you're cutting weight. That's what I'm doing. I definitely yeah. do need to cut weight, but probably not that way. <laughs> <laughs> I need one of those. I need one of those like full silver uh, trash bag suits. Oh yeah, go jogging. So my father-in-law was a big-time wrestler when he was growing up, like in high school. And uh, unfortunately for him, due to some crazy thing that's happened in his school district, he would have gone to probably wrestle at Michigan State. But due to some weirdness that happened up there, uh, he wasn't able to. But he was a legit wrestler. And so he tells me some of the best stories because uh, both of his older brothers were wrestlers, too. And they were amazing. They both wrestled at Michigan State. And uh, so he would just tell me all these stories, definitely about like cutting weight and putting on all these like crazy things. And then, um, but just how he would go visit them at Michigan State and he would spar with some of the guys in the wrestling room. Uh, but they would like take on the football players and like put them in their play. It was pretty ridiculous. So he's telling me, like, don't mess with any type of wrestling, like not WWE. We're talking legit, like high school, college wrestling, like that kind of stuff. Right. Like, yeah. Yeah. There's a technique and a strength to it that I think is, is pretty wild. My father in law was actually a wrestler too. And he was in, I think, the state championship in high school, kind of the same oh, wow. thing. It's pretty pretty wild. I always felt like I would have been a really good wrestler because I didn't weigh anything in high school, but I was fairly strong. Like I worked out all the time yeah. football, but I weighed like a buck thirty five. You know, it's like I would have been in a really low weight class, but I was like pretty strong and I was small enough and scrappy. So maybe I was a pretty good wrestler, but we didn't have a wrestling team. 
Oh, okay. So I was, I was just going to say like growing up and I was just outside of Boston, I knew, I didn't know about wrestling. I don't, it wasn't a thing. We didn't have a wrestling team. Didn't know it. The first time I saw actual competitive wrestling was when I was working at central Michigan. Cause obviously we didn't have one at Wake Forest. We did not have a wrestling team. So no. the first time was at central Michigan and they were actually a top 25 program, which is crazy, you know, a mid-major school. But uh, so that was the first time I've been introduced on what is happening. Um, but you know, after I did go to a few more matches, and obviously I go to Penn State, which is literally the best wrestling school in the country. They won, I want to say, six national titles when I was there. Uh, it's intense, and it's you can really get into it. It's, it's crazy to watch. It's a lot of strategy, yep. and, and it's nuts. It's nuts. You would you would think like it's big. It's a Big Ten sport for sure. Like oh, Iowa yeah. is known it's for Iowa, well. Ohio State. Like they're yeah. all up there. Michigan, Michigan State. You would have thought we would have had a wrestling team because we were in Illinois. Like you'd have thought. Yeah. Every high school in Illinois had a wrestling team, but we did not. Outside of Boston, we had crew. You know, it's, it's like to row. <laughs> just on the Charles River. Just go out and get your boat. Charles River. Charles. In the regatta. We're going to get in the regatta. <laughs> the regatta. <laughs> so, yes. So, no, we're it's not so wrestling bougie. today. It's so bougie. Sailing. We were a sailing team. <laughs> I did not say sailing. I said crew. I know you said crew. <laughs> Cocksticks or whatever sailing. that one guy is. <laughs> Let's be honest. There was sailing. Who's the guy in the, the coxic coxman or coxix or what's his coxics. name? No, the coxix is your freaking tailbone. Your tailbone. <laughs> coxman? Coxman. Yeah. Something with a that's cock. Like, he's just the one who's yelling through the megaphone, right? <laughs> yeah. That's a, I, that would be my job. I would do I would do good at that. So is that like the equivalent to a jockey? Because you want to be small and not weigh much, right? Because you're not you're not rowing, you're just you're contributing. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know, but you have to have like a good voice, you know, you've got to be loud as well. So don't you have the megaphone or am I making this up? That's probably like for like amateur. They, they give a megaphone. The big leagues, you ditch the megaphone. You got to get the baritone. It's all about your booming voice. Yes. Okay. How did we get here? We got, I don't know how we got here, but we were, we were talking Rocky today in the trivia later and spoiler alert, Ethan only got, trivia from rocky one which <laughs> i'm a little nervous about i've seen <laughs> seven of the eight six of the eight rocky movies and was I really know. hoping we'd have like it spread across nope because you did not reason uh, he just said oh rocky okay i got you covered i ran with rocky you did not say rocky franchise you just said rocky so i went with rocky <laughs> who wouldn't have the franchise i don't know so i'm probably gonna botch that and it's gonna be it'll be great for you guys to see me completely fail so I've been dominating all trivias and all Everything. sorts of games. About to, I'm about to get humbled here. Omni- omnipotent, right? <laughs> Omniscient. One of the Omniscient. Yeah. <laughs> One of the omnipotent. Impotent? What? <laughs> Impotent. <laughs> um, all right. Let's hit some uh, NFL news here real quick, and then we're going to get into the pick skin pick, and we got to make some picks this week. Yes. So, uh, it looks like Justin Herbert's going to try and play, maybe. <laughs> Mike Blay with half there's not a lot out there about this yet. Um, dude, I don't, man, I don't feel good about that. <laughs> <laughs> You're saying, like, why, as a Herbert fan, you don't feel good about him going out there potentially breaking every rib, or you yeah. don't feel good about him playing well, <laughs> or both? Um, probably more as a Herbert fan, like just concerned about him. I mean, not that I know his body better than he does, or that I'm a doctor, but hashtag not a doctor. Like, Maybe you should maybe you should sit out just a little bit and uh, take it easy. Clearly, everyone uh, who we've hashtagged the doctor always listens to our advice. James Robinson, listen to us. Chris Godwin, listen to us. I mean, everyone's just clearly taking our advice. 
Okay, so definitely get out there and play. <laughs> don't rest your ribs and get better. Uh, yeah, I don't know what that's going to mean. I assume if he can play, I think typically in the NFL, like if he can play, you're going to perform. So yeah. they wouldn't let him on the field if he looked like he did on Thursday night at the end of the game. Yikes. But he was still slinging uh, it, though, man. That was what was impressive is he was getting knocked down and knocked down and hit, but he was still you know, wincing, getting up and limping, but he was still making the plays. Much to it was that say. it was that like second or third down run when he he broke the pocket and then just threw the ball on the ground and you're like there's a lot of daylight there for him to have gotten a first down. That's when you knew like this is really serious. He wouldn't even he couldn't even run. Like he was just like ah never mind never mind. <laughs> just what what we would look like out there right now. <laughs> Fully healthy. <laughs> Fully healthy. I would be like oh I tore a quad stitch oh. stitch ah. stitch. Ah. <laughs> Give me a second, guys. Okay. Uh, James Conner has been limited, but he's optimistic for this week. That's just an update. Same for Gabe Davis. Um, I would you can check those on Sunday morning and just see what they what they say. You may see snap counts on one of those guys, but I think you're pretty confident firing them up if they go. Dalton Schultz, on the other hand, Oof. he's probably gonna miss a few weeks. Um, it sounds like what I've been hearing is that it sounds like they're gonna try and let him play through the injury as opposed to just sit through it and, and get better which is not ideal from a fantasy perspective because this is a similar injury to what Zeke had last year, and he played through it all season, and he was not that effective. So not great. I don't know. It's a different position, obviously. So from a running routes perspective, he'll probably be fine. If he has to stay in a block, right, I mean, you got to leverage your knees. That's, gonna, that's not going to be good. And uh, once you catch the ball in open field, not going to be good either. So that worries mean, he me. Give, he should give Kyle Pitts a call. To talk because Kyle Pitts is just all blocking, so Dalton should talk to him about the best, you know, positioning and how to get your knees. Yeah, because Kyle Pitts, Kyle is, Pitts is also injured. Blocking. Yeah, that's right. That's true. Oh wait, he's yeah. not injured. No, oh. he just likes okay. to block. It's not. He um, you know, I, re- I heard a stat the other day that he's been running routes on like eighty-two percent of the plays or something. Kyle Pitts, I was like, I thought. So he's not just staying there blocking the whole time. It's even worse. It's even worse. It's even worse. He's not, he's not, not even getting targeted. And then uh, Mike Clay at ESPN had written some piece or had did an, uh, an audio on it about he's not even the number one target in a lot of the design plays. Like he's not, they're not designed for him to be like the first read. You know what I mean? He's like watching Mariota's progression and it's not like Pitts, London, whoever the hell else we have. It's like, <laughs> where's London or where's Alameda Zacchaeus or, you know, it's, it's not even, they're not even designing plays that, that have him, him as the number one, yeah. which is just insane. You know, decoy man, decoy. Annexation yeah. of Puerto Rico. That is a high draft capital decoy, but whatever. <laughs> and you're 0-2, but, you know, good on you. Good on you. Uh, Michael Pittman practiced yesterday. That's good. Yes, TBD please. on the rest of the week. Um, I'm hopeful and optimistic that he's going to play. I need him myself. I know you do too. Jerry Judy's out of practice. Questionable for Sunday night football. The problem here, Sunday night football. So yeah. I would have already played. I would put him in your flex. Um, for starters, anybody who has like a really late game, you typically want to flex, especially if they're questionable like this. But make sure you've got another option. If you're going to wait, if you're going to start him at the noon games or one o'clock games on Sunday, make sure you've got another late game player that you can sub in for Judy into your flex if needed. Yeah, that's a smart play to kind of hedge your bets just in case, you know, he's a late scratch. You'll have someone in that Sunday or Monday night game to plug to plug in right into that flex. Otherwise, you're screwed. Yeah, and if you don't love your other options, like if you're like, oh, I could I could flex out. Um, I forget who's playing Monday Night Football this week, but let's say it's like 
Braxton Berrios. <laughs> it's a random name, but let's say you have Braxton Berrios. You're in a 16 team league, and you're like, all right, I could flex Braxton Berrios if I need to. I'm like, no, I think I'd rather <laughs> just take like a slight downgrade on the starter at a one o'clock game. Well, Monday night. On Monday night is Dallas Giants, so I mean, they're going to be. I mean, you might have a Kadarius Tony who might be available to pick up. He might be there. I mean, some. Yeah, Tony Pollard possible. would be the only one I would think about that would be like you consider in your flex because you're going to start CD and. I mean, Noah Brown, I guess he had like Noah Brown. He could potentially flex Brown. him. If you have Noah Brown, Tony Pollard, uh, <laughs> Richie James, <laughs> Richie James, leading receiver for the Giants, maybe. You know, Kenny uh, otherwise, going to be available. probably want to go elsewhere. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, Dawson Knox didn't practice yesterday either. So keep an eye on that. The tight end waiver wire is lighting up right now because of the Schultz injury and yeah. shitting the bed and uh, people are nervous. So <laughs> people are nervous. I don't know. Just keep an eye on that one. Yes. May have to pivot. <laughs> Let's get an update on Pixie and Pick'em. What do you say? I say we shall. That sounds great to me. So, okay. Pixie and Pick'em, we still want you in our league. Come join us. So, yes, we are fold in the cheese passwords, capital F-I-T-C. Uh, so, yes, let's look at this leaderboard right now. Who is in first? Okay. So, yes, I'm still uh, holding on tight to the first place rank, uh, 19 and 12. Uh, last week I had 10 correct picks, uh, but Kyle Seeger snuck into a tie for second after having a terrible week one. He actually had the best week too, so he was able to sneak in there and tie with Kemp. Uh, Kemper, um, he's on an upward trend. He went eight, now he got nine correct, so he's going in the right direction. And then Dirty Jalapeno, where are you at? You're struggling right now. You had a pretty Where are you at, Jalapeno? Come on, Jalapeno. Step it up. There's a long season. You can do this. Uh, so, yes, those are our standings right now. Even if you're joining late, doesn't matter. We love to see you. And uh, we can always talk about how we're doing week by week and just win each week. It's just one week at a time. Just win each one week. week at a time. It's a weekly game. All right. Yeah. Let's take a look at some matchups here. Thursday Night Football tonight It's going to be a barn burner. The Steelers are traveling to Cleveland to take on the Browns. I believe last time this was a primetime game. It was a 15 to 10 game. So that's pretty exciting. What do you think on this one? Um, for this game, man, it's, it's a kind of a gross game. Uh, I'm going to go with Cleveland. And the reason why I'm doing that, you might say, well, they just blew a lead to the jets. Like what, why are you doing this? But to tell you the truth, the Steelers didn't have not looked great. So yes, they upset the Bengals in week one, but clearly there's something going on in Cincinnati. But then when they played the Patriots, man, their offense looked anemic. Trubisky looked terrible. Something's up with Najee. You know, with the Browns, Nick Chubb is still chugging along. So, I mean, when you got a healthy Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt is your back, your backfield mate, that's a great one-two punch. Jacoby Percet is proving to be totally competent. Amari Cooper finally had a breakout game. So they have some tools. They have some pieces that can get it done. Playing at home, hopefully they got rid of that crazy little elf on the on midfield. Uh, so, yeah, I'm just liking a little bit more what I'm seeing, surprisingly, from Cleveland than I am with Pittsburgh. I hope the elf is back. I, I thought the elf was fantastic. <laughs> Not really. Um, okay, so here's the here's the thing I've got to think about is Steelers going to be without TJ Watt. So you're looking at your defenses here, basically. Yep. Like the offenses are both like me, me. Steelers are without TJ Watt. Browns may be without Miles Garrett, which is a big problem. And if they are without Miles Garrett, then I think I would probably lean Steelers, just because if if they have Garrett, like he's he's going to be a problem, and Mitch Mitch Trubisky is going to be terrible. Uh, I was really annoyed to hear Mike Tomlin say he's going to sit. Can he pick it all year? <laughs> That's what he's come out and say. It's like, yeah, we're the plan is to sit him all year. So that makes Mason Rudolph their backup quarterback, which I'm like, great. So even if Trubisky sucks, Mason Rudolph's coming in, like not not much better. 
Although um, I remember of that course, there's some history. Between, I was gonna say the blood between Garrett and Rudolph, man. Who would have thought? <laughs> I know, two. I know. If Garrett does play and Rudolph comes in during this game, look Woo! out! Helmets will fly. <laughs> um, I don't know who to take here, man. I really don't. I think I'm. I think I'm gonna go with the Steelers in this one, just maybe yeah. to be different, but. Ugh, I don't like it. I don't like yeah. it. I already regret it. <laughs> I already feel gross about it. I hate this game. I hate it. Yes. Let's just move on. I hate That's it. That's fair. So an equally gross game starting off the Sunday slate. Uh, you got the Texans traveling to Chicago. Please tell me you're going with Justin Fields. Man, I this would be a great spot to take Chicago preseason. You'd have been like, oh, yeah, they're definitely going to crush Houston. Houston yeah. has been kind of pesky. Like, I don't know what's going on there, but they're – their defense has been pretty good. Yep. Um, Chicago has got to open things up. They've got to let Fields cook. <laughs> you know, they've got to let yeah. him throw the ball. I think he threw it 11 times last game. Like, I yeah, think the first game they're going to play out of the rain. So that's good. I don't think it's supposed to rain in Chicago. <laughs> um, I'm going to go with the Bears, and that's more a hopeful pick than anything else. Yeah. Once again, it's just kind of gross. The, it, the Texans have been surprisingly plucky. Um, you know, they hung with the Colts, obviously they tied them, but maybe the Colts aren't as good as we all thought they were going to be. Uh, so I don't know. It's, it's a tough matchup. The bears obviously won the monsoon game, but then looked pretty hapless week two. So ugh. I, I too, I'm just going to give the slight edge to the bears just because I think they have a couple pieces. I, David Montgomery is still there, even though Khalil Herbert is kind of stealing some, some carries and, you know, you just kind of hope fields is going to have that breakout game and hopefully, they can try and show it now. Otherwise it's going to be, it's going to be a long season for the Bears regardless, but if they yeah. don't show something now, it's going to be even longer. Watch out for Equinamius St. Brown in that game. <laughs> Equinamius. All right. We get the Raiders traveling to Nashville, take on the Titans. Look at that. 72% of the world is saying the Raiders. There's no, no <laughs> chance. There's are two 0-2 teams and yeah. the heavy favorite Raiders. The heavy favorite. Two playoff teams and the number one seed from last season. Uh, now 0-2 to start, which is surprising on, on both accounts, I think. Everyone's is saying that. Uh, man, this is disappointing, and it's kind of just a bummer to see what you're seeing out of both. The Raiders have looked better than the Titans, just a little bit offensively. and But... So, sorry, Kemp, I got to go with the Raiders here just because the Titans just, I don't know, something's up with Tannehill. Are they going to sl- uh, swap to Malik? I don't know. You got to, as you said last episode, you know, you can't put so much of the shoulder weight on Derrick Henry, even though he's a massive man. You can't just give him 100% of the burden. And I think the Raiders have some pieces. Uh, do we see if Hunter Renfro, is he going to be playing? Do we hear anything about that yet? I have not heard. He got knocked the F out, though. I he don't did. I, I would not expect him this week. Okay. Well, regardless, I mean, you still got Devontae Adams. You still got, you know, some confident run games. You got Derek Carr throwing back there. And the defense, their defense has got to step up. You sign Chandler Jones and give Max Williams those huge extensions. They got to show out. I think this is a, t- a chance for them to do that. So I'm going to give the edge to the Raiders. Sorry, buddy. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I don't know what's going on with either of these teams right now, honestly. I feel like they're both hyped up to be better than they have turned out to be so far. Um, the Titans have got to turn things around. And even if they're, even if this is not their year, which I don't think it is, there's not that much change from last year. You know, like there's just, it doesn't make sense. I get losing AJ. That's a big blow. Um, but you, you brought in two guys that maybe combined or, are as good as he is, you know, <laughs> they're just not using him. And so that's annoying, right? <laughs> so that's annoying. 
not looking great, obviously. The defense, nah. They've they've swapped in some players. They lost Harold Landry. It's a big loss. But, like, they swapped in some other guys that have bolstered the defense. Like, I don't know. Um, if Renfro doesn't play, you got Waller and Adams to defend. They're, they're going to be problems, both of them. Not that worried about Josh Jacobs, obviously. I think the Titans have got to turn around. This is where it, this is where it starts. All right. Good. That's a homer, that is a homer pick. I'm, I, I fully admit that. I Hey, you know what? I appreciate that. Good for you, man. Good you for just you. gotta. I have to. I have to have some belief that they're not going to go zero and eighteen. So 18. real quick, obviously, one of these teams is going to start zero and three. Does this essentially end their season or what? Not the Titans, because there's only one win in the division. <laughs> they God. could go zero and four probably and still be fine. Like it's going to be like the, a crappy division, but for the for the Raiders, absolutely. It's going to be like the NFC East a couple years back, where like. <laughs> if like things had played out, is on the bubble. Yeah, I was gonna say it was possible it had played out that the winner of the division could have been like six and ten. And yeah, they would have made the playoffs. Yep, that's how it's gonna be for the AFC South this year. Yeah, woof. Yeah. Woof. How about the Chiefs heading to Indianapolis to take on the Colts? Man, once again, preseason this game looked a lot more enticing than it does right now. Uh, the Colts were a very hyped team, obviously trading for Matt Ryan and just the pieces they have with Pittman and Taylor. And but man, have they been disappointing? Uh, Matty Ice, I'm off his his train right now <laughs> because he has just looked terrible. Uh, Pittman was good in Week One, but then of course he didn't play Week Two. Chiefs are looking great. I mean, they go beat the Chargers and then they win that Week One matchup too, which was wild. Uh, well, I mean, they just ran wild, I guess you could say. So, no, I'm, I'm going Chiefs here until the Colts can show something. You can't tie the Texans and then get upset by the Jags. So, I'm going Chiefs. Shut out by the Jags. Shut out by the Jags, yeah. Yeah, you can't get shut out by the Jags, period. That should be the only sentence you need. <laughs> yeah, the Colts have to turn things around. Unfortunately, they don't have an easy opponent to do it against this week, so I'm going with the Chiefs as well. All right. All right. Now I think it could be the game of the week, at least one of them, because there are some good matchups this week. But this one, everyone's talking about what they've been doing the past couple weeks, especially on offense. Hang on, first Bill. we have to do the Bills and the Dolphins, Ethan. We have to do the Bills and the Dolphins. Oh, you're first. right. Don't, Sorry. Yeah, don't I give mean, ahead. I mean, game of the week. I know you're trying uh, to jump on that Lions game. Yeah. So, yeah, so with the Bills and the Dolphins, again, with the offense is going nuts. Um, and Allen looking like MVP. Tua looking great. So, who you got, man? In Miami, Patriots can't win there, but can the Bills? Uh, the Bills can win there. And um, – I think they probably will. Uh, it's not going to shock me. I'm not going to put money on this game, I don't think. Although it'll be fun because it's going to be, I think, the most entertaining game. Um, we're not sure which Miami team is going to show up. Is it the team that plateaued in week one that kind of like got off to a hot start and then did nothing? Or is it the team that just lit it up in the second half against Baltimore last week? I don't know which one you're going to see for sure. Uh, we've seen only one Bills team, though, and it's been <laughs> completely juggernaut dominant. So yeah. until I see a chink in that armor, I've got to stay with the Bills here. But this is this is definitely the best test they're going to get. For sure. And honestly, I think it's going to come down to the defenses. And I just think the Bills defense is by far much better than the Dolphins. And they can contain to some part. They're not going to shut down either one of Waddle or Hill. But I think they're going to be able to get a lot more pressure on Tua make him make some rasher throws. Um, so I just got to give the, the edge to the Bills. Uh, they're looking spectacular and, and, a, and a big head nod to the defense. That's why. Yeah. Personally, I'd love to see the Dolphins. I'd love to see them just like absolutely tear it up and win this game and go on a real hot streak and, and make right. something. And they could. I mean, they're still a little bit unpredictable. You got you got some new players. You got a new coach, new system. They're believing like it's possible. I think it's possible in the NFL, but golly. Anything Buffalo is possible. So Sorry. Kevin Garnett. Now to the game of the week. 
Oh, now is the game of the week. Detroit. Okay, you have an ad. Scroll back up real quick. Scroll back up real quick. <laughs> Presented by Kings Hawaiian. Kings <laughs> like, Hawaiian bread. Yeah. Great bread, by the way. It this is spectacular. Also presented by Kings Hawaiian. <laughs> uh, All right, we got the Lions heading to Minnesota, take on the Vikings, who were licking their wounds from that ugly Philadelphia game. Yeah, that was disappointing. Uh, I really had higher hopes for the Vikings. Obviously, I picked them last week just because, I don't know, I, they look great week one against Green Bay. But again, maybe Green Bay is not as great as we thought they were. So, you know what, man? Call this the hometown bias. I'm going with the Lions just because they have – they scored 35 points in both games. Jared Goff, six touchdowns to one interception. I'm on Ross St. Brown, one, looking like the best receiver in the game, right next to Justin Jefferson, too. So that's going to be an awesome matchup. Got yep. a relatively healthy DeAndre Swift. I don't know, man. There's something just in Detroit right now. I don't know if they got their juices flowing. I don't know. And again, the Vikings just looked flat against the Eagles team, where the Lions, just in the first half, they didn't look that great, but then were able to stage that comeback where the Vikings just didn't. They just looked gross and i know it's definitely a lot harder to play in minnesota but i don't know man line up oh let's try it one pride so a couple things to say to that number one kurt cousins in prime time shame on us for not remembering that he is god awful in prime time games i mean it's like it's uncanny really yes uh, so that's a problem number two they're coming out saying like hey we've got to get dalvin cook rolling we like i don't know what we're doing but we've hey, got to get him rolling they got to get him rolling. So um, they need to turn things around. Uh, I'm going to give my boy uh, Jerry some love here. If Jeff Okuda doesn't cramp up, then he may be able to uh, contain <laughs> Justin Jefferson like he did A.J. Brown. So uh, I'm going to go with the Lions as well, man. I wow. think Jefferson's going to bounce back, and I think Cook's going to have a good game. I think it's going to be a freaking shootout. See, but that's what we thought against the Eagles, man. And that was 24 to 7. Wow. Eagles defense is way better than either of these defenses. Well, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Although, your boy Aiden Hutchinson, three sacks last week. He did. There you go. After out. a no show in week one. Once again, he heard us talking, put it up on the bulletin board. <laughs> Come on, Aiden. Come on, Akuda. Shut down Jefferson. You got this. Shut him down. All right. Now we got Baltimore heading to my New England Patriots. What's going to happen, man? Ugh, I don't like this one either. <laughs> um, I'm going to go with Baltimore. I just, I, I have, I have no faith in the Patriots. I know they're going to end this. Like, we said this last year. They're going to end the season in playoff contention. They're going to be eight and eight going into week 17. And they're going to be like, if they win, they could be a wild card team. Maybe. I don't know. Like, it'll be something stupid like that where you're just like, this team sucks. Why are they even in contention? This yeah. is not a good team. It's not a oh, good team. It's, it's not, not even an imposing defense like it has been historically. It's, it's just very, it's not a good team. No, it's a very mediocre team. You're 100% correct. I, I just can't trust them. So even though they won in Pittsburgh, they could have easily just have lost that game. You know, if Gunnar Olszewski, I butchered his name, former Patriot, if he doesn't <laughs> muff that punt, uh, you know, the Steelers were driving. I mean, luckily we just were able to run out the clock for the final six minutes. I have no faith that they can – I mean, shoot, look what Baltimore just did to Miami. They should have won that game. You saw what the offense did. Lamar Jackson's playing out of his mind. You got Duvernay. You got Rashad Bateman. I mean – Duvernay's uh, coming back offense. from a concussion, by the way. I think he practiced this week, so I think he's, I think he's going to play, but keep an eye on that. So I'm just saying, like, we can't keep up with an offense like that. Like, our defense can steady the ship a little bit, but it's not elite. It can do – it's like that bend, don't break. But our offense is just not able to put up those types of numbers. So I don't, 
I'm too going with Baltimore, unfortunately. Yeah. Sorry about your luck on that one. This is not the year for Patriots. No. Finally. <laughs> All right. We had two years ago, man. Remember when Cam Newton was our quarterback? That was a great year. That was fun. How about <laughs> the Bengals traveling to the Meadowlands to take on the Jets? Man. Jets riding was... high off a big win. How the tides have turned. Uh, the Jets in playoff contention while the Bengals are not. Uh, I'm just going with the Bengals just on the sure case that something has to go right for them. Something has to finally happen. Uh, and what better team than a get-right game against the Jets? I know they came back against those mighty Browns, but, man, the Bengals cannot. Oh, of course, it is the Super Bowl runner-up curse. The Super Bowl runner-up generally does not make the playoffs the next year and struggles the next following season, so maybe they're in that slump, but I got to just go with the Bengals, man. They got to right the ship and they got to do it fast. And it's, and it's what better way to do it than against the Jets. So I agree with you. I totally agree. Um, not going to stun me if they lay another egg and then we just realize, hey, there's something flawed here. I don't know what it is, but something's off. Um, but yeah, I got to go with the Bengals just out of sheer expectation that they will get it turned around. This is a team that they've played together. They've gelled together. There's no reason you should you should be hung over right now. You know, it's not like when Brady <laughs> first went to Tampa and it's like, Hey, we got all these new pieces and we're trying to right. gel together. Like these guys know each other. They play together. It's the it's same team from last year. Get it together. Yeah. All right. Now we got a revenge game as Carson Wentz hosting his former team. Is he going to get revenge on those Eggles? Man, I wish this game was in Philly. I, <laughs> I can't wait until it is. It will be later in the year. Can't um, I can't wait for the game in Philly because they're just going to go ham on Carson Wentz and I am so here for it um give me them Eagles baby I got the Eagles I got the Eagles making a run this year I'm I'm all in on Jalen obviously been in on him for a few years now Miles Sanders has looked really good I know you don't want to hear it he has looked really good I here's the thing I have nothing against Miles Sanders I want him to do well I liked watching him at Penn State he's a great back uh and yes he's doing well not fantasy wise necessarily like week two he was pretty irrelevant fantasy wise uh, so don't get me wrong. I like the guy. I like the player. I hope he does well. Uh, he was just very frustrating as a fantasy owner last year. Okay. If you say so, you've been, you've been shitting on him for a while and I'm fantasy a little surprised wise, given that yeah. he's a Nittany lion. Fantasy wise. Yes, I have been. But yeah, uh, give me them but, Eagles. AJ Brown, Devontae Smith bounced back last week. Dallas Goddard yeah. did the threat. I mean, I think this is a, this team is rolling right now. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're putting all those pieces together. Um, Jalen hurts, I think is now the third highest uh third best odds to win mvp at caesars right now it's just crazy how he's kind of jumping the, the rungs nice. there so no they're looking good man i mean that was a big statement win against the vikings kind of putting them in check with only seven points against that offense that it looked really good and uh yeah i just don't think the commanders are going to be able to i mean shoot they couldn't handle the the first half of the lions getting shut out 22 nothing they can't fall behind to an eagles team like that with a better defense so i, I too am going eagles i hope the eagles blitz like they did Kirk cousins they were they were in his pocket the entire game i mean they were all up on him and i know this is not to the same extent but uh i was reading that all the eagles players were all up on jalen rager just getting because he's on the vikings now they got rid of him and so can you only imagine what they're going to be doing to carson you know they cannot wait they are salivating i think uh i'm my only hope is that curtis samuel isn't getting so much hype that all of a sudden darius slay is going to be like covering him randomly like you stay (laughs) on mccorrin take him out, out of the game let curtis get his I need him. <laughs> need him to do well. The Washington team, I mean, like their their offense has fired decently, you know, other than like a dud That's... of a, a first half against the Lions. They're capable of putting up some points. Um, I just, yeah, I don't think they're going to get the Eagles. <laughs> How about the Saints traveling to Carolina to take on the Panthers? 
man, this could be Matt Rule's swan song of a game if he uh, does not win this game. Panthers have looked terrible. Baker's out of sync. I mean, McCaffrey's doing okay. You know, he got 100 yards, but, you know, it's not being a difference maker. They barely – I mean, they lost to the Giants. Uh, obviously, did not look good week one either. The Saints, you know, they had a tough game against the Bucks, but that's a good Bucks team, especially on the defensive end. Uh, luckily, they did not lose Marshawn Lattimore to suspension. Uh, just Mike Evans got suspended for a game. So he'll he'll be there playing. And so I, with that being said, I mean, the Saints have some great weapons. Michael Thomas and Chris Olave and Jarvis Landry. I mean, is Kamara – what's the reports on Kamara? Kamara has practiced, so it looks like he's hopefully going to play this week. Yeah, I know you're in tune on him because he's on your squad, so I know you have the most updates on him. So, yeah, man, uh, I think Jameis will bounce back, and I think the Saints are going get to get it done in Carolina, and we could be saying adios to Matt Rule. Yeah. I, there's something you're right. There's something wrong with this Carolina team. Where's DJ Moore, man? They just like, how do you not get him involved more? He's the best player other than McCaffrey. He's your best receiver for sure. But oh, yeah. those two should be enough. They, they were enough with Sam Darnold to put up good stats and to keep people, <laughs> keep them in contention. Right. So yeah, I don't, I don't, uh, I think the Matt rule experiment has failed. Unfortunately, I, I liked the idea of him coming out and I thought it was like kind of fun. I was like, it's fun to see how a college coach will do in the NFL, but not good. Not good. Give me the Saints. All right. So now we got Jacksonville heading to the Chargers with Herbert maybe playing with half his ribs. What's going to happen? Man, don't sleep on this Jaguars team. I mean, it sounds crazy, but they are pesky. They are kind of where the Lions were last year, I think. And uh, that's just like a, a change in personnel at the head office and, and getting new coaching in there. And they've got they've got some playmakers. They really do. Uh, uh, can I'm, we just I'm say the, for the future? Can we just say the first place Jaguars? The first, the first I, I have trouble saying that. The first place Jaguars. <laughs> That's like a tongue twister. Uh, so I don't think they can travel across the entire country and go beat the Chargers in LA. I don't think they're there yet, but they can make it a game. And and again, this is one that like if you want to throw some bones on a money line for the Jags to win, I'm sure it pays pretty well. Uh wouldn't be the worst bet out there. I like how one of your points is they can't travel across the entire country. Like, I don't, their stomachs aren't good. They can't withstand that flight. So they're going to be starting it to line. It matters. It matters to these teams when they have to travel across the entire country. It's it's a long trip. You're it's that far away trip. from home. Your creature comforts, whatever. It There are statistics that back this up when teams travel all the way across the country for games. Usually it's more like when they have to kick off early. Right. And they, and they have like a noon kick or a one kick and it's across country. But their time. It's tough to it's tough to do. It's believe it or not. It's because they're so routine and regimented. Like they have oh, such. Don't a, get me wrong. I, I trust me. I oh now, that. oh now you're back. I'm backpedaling off of what I just said. Oh, oh wow. I'm not backpedaling. I just thought it was funny. It's like one of the big. <laughs> they got to travel. They're not there yet where they can travel across the country and win. It was just kind and of and beat the Chargers in L.A. That's what I said. Yeah, yeah. Oh, don't get me wrong. I'm picking the, the Chargers team. as well. I'm it's all part of the same well. equation. Like the traveling, beating the Chargers, beating the Chargers at home. It's all part of the same thing. Mm-hmm. You okay. shut your mouth when you're talking to me. <laughs> Easy on defensive about his travel routines. I guess you're a very routinized person, aren't you there? Oh, wait, hold on. Come on, Drago. Let's not talk about, we don't talk about travel unless I'm ready in my hood. <laughs> then I'm ready to go. Uh, yeah, Chargers. Jaguars. I think, as you're right, they're going to be plucky. I think they'll they'll stick around, especially if Herbert's on 100%. But, uh, yeah, Chargers at home. Okay. How about the Rams traveling to Arizona to take on the Cardinals? These teams are both not getting out to the start they wanted. No. Um, what do you think is going to happen here? 
I mean, the Cardinals should be, could have been 0 2. I mean, unless the Raiders didn't let them back in in the fourth quarter and overtime. So, I mean, they're pretty fortunate to be where they are right now, getting demolished by the Chiefs and, and now sitting at 1 and 1. And the Rams are a surprising 1 and 1. Obviously, they didn't. Well, I mean, not surprising. The Bills game was going to be a toss up regardless. But uh, LA Rams started to look a little bit better last week. Obviously, they'll let the Falcons get back in it. Uh, but once again, Wake Forest showing their impact on the NFL. The Rams decided to go with the intentional safety at the end of that game because of one Wake Forest grad, John Walford. And so it was a very great strategy. Helped them run out the clock. It was a great way to get the win. Uh, So anyway, with that being said, I still think the Rams are a better team all the way around. And uh, they're just starting to figure out how to click, especially on offense, getting Al Robinson more involved. The biggest thing is I got to cut down on the turnovers. Stafford already has, what, four or five interceptions already when he had not that – he was doing that the second half of last season, not the first half. So maybe yeah. it's the elbow. Who knows? But uh, if they're able to cut down the turnovers, which I think they will, uh, I'm going to give it to the Rams. Yeah, I'm going to do the same. Um, Rams de- Rams actually have a defense. The Cardinals don't. Uh, Rams have Cooper Cup. Cardinals have no answer for that on the other side of the ball. Although, yeah. also Wake Forest great Greg Dortch has been looking really good. Yes. There's a chance Rondale Moore plays this week, but I think he's still not practicing. So I, I don't expect him to be out there. Uh, so I think you're going to see Dorch again. Again, if you're playing DFS, he's probably a cheap plug-and-play flex option I would definitely consider. But, yeah, i got to go to the Rams as well. Okay. little now, wake on wake action there. Wake on wake. Now I think what should have been the game of the week is the Falcons at the Seahawks, man. Who you got? Are the Falcons can, ready to travel across the country or no? <laughs> can we just skip this one for real? Like, <laughs> Do we have to pick this game? Woof. Um I truthfully think the Falcons are probably a better team. It actually does concern me that to play in Seattle, not not even just for cross country, but just that's a tough environment. I mean, those people are crazy about the Seahawks. So, yeah. uh, I don't know, man. I really don't want to pick this one. Got to do it. Make a pick. Do you want me to make my pick first? Will that help you? Rise uh, up. Damn it. I was hoping you were going to pick the Seahawks because I was going to get back on my Falcons here. I'm back with you, Falcons. I'm picking you again. Uh, yeah, I mean, the Falcons have been competitive in both their games. You yep. know, they hang tight in weeks one and two. So they have shown more consistent fight. Granted, it's only a two-game season so far, as opposed to the Seahawks, who looked obviously decent against the Broncos. But maybe the Broncos aren't as good as we thought they were. But then last week, they just looked terrible. Uh, Geno Smith was too much worried about trademarking his line of, uh, I didn't when they wrote me off, I didn't write him back. So, yes, he is trying to trademark that. And uh, so, no, I, Falcons, once again, I'm going to use this word, are plucky. And I like what they see out of Drake London. Hopefully, they finally get Kyle Pitts involved. They realize one of the best players in the league. Uh, you actually kind of want to use him. So, yeah, man, I'm going Falcons. I got to hope they get Pitts involved. I just got to hope. I mean, you definitely. True. All right. How about the Packers heading to Tampa? Take on the Buccaneers shorthanded this week yeah. you know mike evans may have no receivers they actually may play <laughs> a, a quadruple tight instead of yep. a uh, the old wishbone offense maybe back there <laughs> true uh yeah this is tough i mean uh it was kind of funny when they signed cole beasley they showed an interview with julian edelman and he was doing color commentary on, on something and he's like yep bucks uh signed cole beasley didn't get a call Thanks, guys. Thanks, Bucks. So, <laughs> didn't get a call. Brady's probably like, oh, my God, would you really consider it? For real? Oh, For real? I would take you right now. <laughs> I will pick you up tomorrow. Uh, so, yeah, the Bucks are going to be definitely shorthanded. Um, but Packers still haven't looked there yet. Uh, obviously, they won against the Bears, but they own them anyway. 
week one still look terrible, but I don't know. Tampa Bay playing at home. Tampa, excuse me. Tom has not really shown out yet. I think he, but man, he doesn't have the weapons to do it this week either yet. So I don't know. This is tough, but I'm going to give this slight edge to the Bucks just because of how well the defense has been playing and they're playing at home. And I feel like they're just really going to lean heavily on Leonard Fournette because I haven't really done that yet. And he said the touchdowns are coming. This is going to be the game. It happens. Let's go Bucks. Yeah, I think the touchdowns are coming for old Leo. Um, no Mike Evans, no Chris Godwin, probably no Julio. I'm just telling you, this happens. I told you. I told you. I told, <laughs> I told, you. told you. Probably told no Julio. Uh, Russell Gage is banged up. Like, they're signing Cole Beasley. Their practice squad, they're going to elevate him. Like, Scotty Miller is out there. Brashad Perryman is out there. Watch out for Scotty. The Bucks defense is legit, and that's the only reason this is even a question, in my opinion. And yeah. I guess you know, the Packers' offense has been a little questionable. But – Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon, man, they're still there and they yeah. can do it on their own. Um, Rogers is finding someone to catch the pass every game. It was Sammy Watkins last week. Go figure. He took week one off for us so he could come That'll back. That'll be Sammy two. Watkins one Three game this year. That's it. <laughs> now he's done. <laughs> I'm gonna go with Green Bay in this one. I yeah. think it's it's a little wild because I think I think Brady is in Rogers' head as well. So I, I kind of feel like forever he's gonna have forever. trouble playing with Brady. But I got to go with my boy, AJ. I just want to point out the uh, conspiracy theory that uh, there is a, a left tackle on the Packers or one offensive lineman. Don't know if he's a guard or tackle Robert Tunyon, right? Yes. Tunyon is a tight end. No, it's Robert something, something like Tunyon. I was like, wait, isn't that the tight end? Anyway, uh, his dad is on the NFL. Like uh, he deals with the fines the and the committee or something. Yeah. Yeah. So he upheld. Mike uh Mike Evans's suspension. So like, oh, what's going on here? Oh, <laughs> what's going on is the dude ran off the sideline and jacked a guy who wasn't looking after dude the play. ran 15 yards from the sideline just to deck this dude. <laughs> he upheld a ruling that was so obviously necessary. Like, yeah, get out, get out of here. I'm more concerned about what you mentioned earlier, where the guy muffed a pump for Pittsburgh and he was a former Patriot. And I'm more concerned about Belichick's reach extend beyond. <laughs> When you're a Patriot. Gunner. Whatever. Watch out. All right. Now we got San Francisco heading to Denver. Again, kind of looked like a, uh, a more salivating matchup in the preseason, but still could be a good one. Jimmy G's in the hot seat right now. He's driving the driving the 49ers bus. Man, Russ, I don't, I don't know what's going on in Denver either. So, kind of similar to the Bengals where you're like, this team should be great. And yeah. ugh, they haven't been. Jimmy G has a way of getting things done. He has a way of winning games. The Niners have got a good offense overall a good system they are without elijah mitchell jeff wilson looked good last week um i think the broncos are going to be without jerry judy this week personally gee i really want to see the broncos here but i'm i'm going to go with the niners on this one until i see russ really back in form right and they've got history obviously he knows the niners but i don't know no i i too am with you i'm i'm too going with the niners a lot because of their defense but too just because of the familiarity with jimmy g but it is interesting they were talking that he the offense has got to get used to him again because obviously they had the whole offseason where they modeled their offense around trey lance who's obviously a much different quarterback so it's interesting that it's basically like the same crew but they got to get readjusted back to jimmy g so that that's it that was kind of interesting to read coming out of their camp right now but yeah there's just something off in denver the fact that judy's not probably not going to be there is going to hurt and something is up with Russ. This is kind of, and I know you got you were on me in the preseason about not putting Russ high, and I'm not saying I'm right by any means yet. So far, you are for sure. Yeah, it was just there was just something I I, I just felt, and I don't know. 
I hope he comes back. I hope he shows who he is, but he hasn't yet. And so until he does, I got to go with San Fran. It's interesting because all the playmakers around him are exactly what we hope they would be. You know, right? Portland Sun has been money, and Jerry Judy, when he's healthy, was money, and the running backs are both rock solid. So all of that analysis was right, but somehow he's not where he needs to be. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Whatever you were thinking was right. All right, last game, Monday Night Football, Dallas traveling to New York. This is going to be another burn burner. Cooper Rush <laughs> versus Daniel Jones and Richie James. Wow. Who you got? Man, I don't know because <laughs> – you know, the Giants were riding high after beating your Titans, and then it put a kind of a stink fest against the Panthers. It just that was one of the worst games of the of the year, probably. Um, and yeah, with the fact that Richie James is the headlining wide receiver for the Giants, it's just astounding when you got people like Kenny Galladay, who obviously was just kind of a flash in the pan in Detroit, and Kadarius Tony not really getting involved. Uh Saquon obviously stuck took a step back week two, which I mean his expectations after week one were way too high anyway. Uh, so he got knocked back down to earth a little bit. And the Cowboys, man, they obviously surpassed expectations, beating the Bengals, showing what they could do. Cooper Rush was completely solid back there. Uh, Noah Brown was his go-to guy, but he was trying to get CD involved. So I don't know. This is actually a tough pick, but call me crazy. I'm going to go with the Giants. (laughs) Yeah, this is a tough pick, and I don't think that's crazy. Um, I don't know how they're winning games because they have no wide receivers whatsoever. They have a but they finally have a good leader in Brian Dable. I think the players are responding to him as opposed to like the Joe Judge he could never get behind. I don't know. I just think maybe it's just in the leadership, kind of like a Dan Campbell Jr. kind of sense, just that energy and that fire. Maybe that's making a yeah. small difference. If he's like Dan Campbell, then I'm I'm on board with that because I'm all <laughs> in on Dan Campbell. But um, I'm going to go with the Cowboys on this one. I, okay. I it's, not an, it's not a super easy choice, but Cooper Rush looked competent enough to me. And he's getting CD more involved, which I think they have got to force feed him. Uh, he's able to get – he's got that connection with Noah Brown we talked about. Dalton Schultz injury is a, is a problem for sure. Um, I don't know who they're going to trot out. Um, they had Blake Jarwin last year. I don't know if he's on the team or not. But they've, exactly. they had some other guys that filled in. They were fine. Uh, but it's not Dalton Schultz. But the defense for the – I think the Cowboys defense is is pretty good still. You know, yeah. Obviously, Diggs is going to shut down Richie James. So who are you going to throw to now? Oh, man, I don't know. It's Kenny tough. Galladay, good luck. Just give it a Saquon out the backfield every time. That's fine. I hope so. God, I hope so. I've got him on one of my teams here. Right? Me too. Yeah. I'm going with the boys. Total points? Yeah. What do you think? <laughs> I threw out 39. <laughs> yeah, I was I was literally just thinking like 40 to 41 range. <laughs> I'll go 40. Fine. You can have 39. It's probably going to be it's probably 26, be 13. I'm calling it right now. 26, 13. Okay. I'm going to go with... Uh, 27 13. No, 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 no. It's not going to be a 14 point game. Come on. Hang on. Hang on. <laughs> 18 to 12. <laughs> <laughs> that only equals 30, mathematician. 18 to. And then 22. there's a 10. There's 10 points, too, that someone else is getting. <laughs> it's just the refs are getting the 10 other points. I'm going to go with. Uh, you go 22 20 to 20 tie. <laughs> This was a tie. Monday night football tie. 20 to 20. Tie. You heard it here first. Coming at you. All right. He's got 2020. I like it. I hope that happens. That'd be amazing. I feel pretty good about it, actually. I'm going to go bet on it. Okay. That's our new do it bet is just to see the uh, tie break score. All right. But Kemper, trivia, fool. Time to shake, rattle, and roll. That was totally lame. I meant to change focus now as we are heading to some <laughs> trivia. So, yes, we're talking Rocky Uno, not Dos Trace Quattrocinco. Or Creed Uno Toes. We are talking or Rocky, Rocky Balboa, which I have not seen yet. Okay. Because that was after five, but before Creed. 
correct. Yes. Fair. Okay. So yes, we're going back to the seventies, my friend. So a lot of these, I'm, I'm going to give you a range. So it's kind of going to help you out a little bit because I dug a little deep, but not really. It's kind of vague. It's just more of uh, uh, iconic kind of stuff. So starting you off, how many steps are there to the entrance of the Philadelphia Arts Museum? We all know Rocky has to run it up. Now I'm going to be generous because who the hell would actually know this answer? Get plus or minus 10. You have to get within 10 either way. And yes, I kept doing this with my hands. Either you way. did. You did a lot of this. Maybe is shape. that a sign? Are you giving me a signal of some kind? It's like this hey, many. It's, it's this many. <laughs> so yes. Oh my gosh. I don't even know where to begin with this other than in the training montage, as we talked about, running up the steps. Yeah, he's just getting after those steps. Um I, I'm not even sure if this is even in the ballpark at all. Okay. I'm gonna guess. Um Time out. Before you guess, I'll, I'll make it plus or minus 20. <laughs> Just because I feel like you're going to throw out an ungodly number, I'm going to make it 20. 7,000. Is it 7,000? <laughs> uh, I was just going to guess uh, 220. Ooh, okay. Uh, have you ever been there? Have you been there? No. <laughs> uh, when we lived in State College of Penn State, we did make the trip over there, and, and we did run the steps, like, of course, you have to do. And it's was actually pretty legit. Crazy. So it is not 220. It is 72. two steps really yeah it's less than you think but you know after he's been doing that five minute training montage the, the last part of the steps that's like the hardest part yeah i was thinking to go in the 100s but i wouldn't have gone less than 100 no chance yeah 72 okay okay well off to a terrible start like i said <laughs> i wanted these and didn't maybe i didn't make it clear enough to you i wanted these to span the rockies so that they could be more general questions about each one of them but you dove nope. deep on rocky you one took- I went. Which I have not seen in twenty years. Rocky. Okay. Uh, this will probably be hard then. Yep. What was Rocky doing to make money while maintaining his struggling boxing career? What was he? Tough. Well, I know he's like training in the meat warehouse, but I don't think he was like a meat packer. He I'm going to go with uh, construction work. Construction worker. He was actually, and this kind of makes sense, a debt collector. <laughs> So he would like shake people down for their money. <laughs> really? I don't yeah. remember that at all. God, I have not seen this movie in a long time. Okay. Here's a multiple choice question for you. So at least you know the answer is in there somewhere. The answer is out here somewhere. <laughs> okay. What was the name of Rocky's dog? Was it Buttkiss, Rawhide, Champ, or Sly? Buttkiss, Rawhide, Champ, or Sly? I'm going to go with Champ. So Sly is obviously his nickname, so it's not Sly. Rawhide, who would name their dog Rawhide? So Buttkiss or Champ? You went with Champ. Yeah. It's Buttkiss. Really? It is Buttkiss. (laughs) He's trying to replay it back. All right, think back to 18 years ago. What is he calling out? Yeah. No, I don't remember that at all. Don't remember that at all. I did find out last night, uh, caveat, that... Um, 
Larry Zonka was the host of the second season of American Gladiators. So speaking of like kind of in the same time frame as uh, he's nice a little bit back. after maybe Buckus, but yeah. <laughs> nice callback. Okay, so this yeah. quick side story about uh, American Gladiators. So obviously we know all of our devices are listening to us and you get targeted ads based off a conversation you had, not even on the phone. Yeah. All of a sudden in all of my Facebook feed, we're like throwback videos of American Gladiator. Like, look at laser. And I'm like, what the hell? This is insane. <laughs> It's like relive your glory days with American Gladiator box set. I'm like, why? No. Yo, that is wild. We yeah. just looked it up last night and we just got um, Pluto TV, which is free. I don't know if you've heard of Pluto TV. It's yeah. wild. We have Roku devices. So Pluto is one of the apps. There are channels dedicated to Jeopardy, Wheel of Fortune, um, Price is Right with the Bob Barker years. I watched oh, a Price is Right last night. The, the Grand Showcase, this lady got like a full dining room set and a piano and a hot tub and it was like five thousand oh dollars <laughs> i was like whoa <laughs> what just happened it was wild it was wild oh, one lady got a fencing set it's like a his and hers fencing set like, like you're talking about like stab fencing or like a legit fence no fencing uniforms okay yeah and the little sword thing yeah little sabers like sabers yeah mm. okay price is right great show basically every kid would watch it when you're homesick from school yeah, I remember that for sure. Saturday morning. All right, so. back to Rocky trivia. Doing awesome. But I was trying to fact. throw it off, so maybe we could just move on to. Uh, <laughs> okay, the last two are numbers again. One, I think you should get. The other, I'll give you a plus or minus two. How many eggs does Rocky eat when he wakes up? He makes it every morning. You see him in the sh- in the little. How many? I'll plus or minus two. That's a big range for you. I mean, it's either. It's either uh, does he plop them in a, like a blender or yep, is he, he plop them in the blender? I yeah. got this is my break. This is how I yeah. break eggs. <laughs> I feel like it's a, like a dozen. Like you, I feel like it's a dozen. No, it's six. Your answer is six. The answer is five. You got it right. <laughs> you were within two. A dozen eggs. Jesus Christ, man. <laughs> yeah, man. You talk like meat eaters, like these guys at light bulb eaters that are like wrestlers and stuff like that. Like I bet Hulk Hogan ate two dozen every morning. I mean, yeah, those guys. Well, I guess if you listen to Beauty and the Beast, Gaston sing about he eats two dozen eggs. And then right? lunch, I eat three dozen eggs. When I was a lad, I ate four dozen eggs every morning to help me get large. And now that I'm grown, I eat five dozen eggs, so I'm roughly the size of a barge. Anyway, here's yeah. five. So I'm going to give you the, you went to six. So whatever. All this right, last stupid. one. I'm cutting this all out of the pot anyway, so it doesn't matter. How many rounds does Rocky fight Apollo Creed? Twelve. Isn't it a twelve round fight? Why are you? Why do you do this to me? Can you just give me some decent, stupid? You're such an idiot. I hate you right now. Oh, don't be. Don't hate the player. Hate the game. That's don't fine. Worry. No, it's totally fine. I can't wait for the next trivia. I can't Here wait. We go. Here we go. The answer is fifteen. He goes the full fifteen rounds. That's fine. Great. Uh oh, bitter Kemper coming out. Can't wait. All Here right, run your cool update. <laughs> Here it comes. I think that was only four questions, but I don't really care. <laughs> Run your full update. Um, I'm crushing you by 50 points. How about that? <laughs> I beat you again last week. You did. I'm on, I'm on a, a huge 42 point game. Uh, Cooper Cup, you still got lo- relatively Cooper Cups, but you had an equal match, which was good. Uh, so, yeah, man, you're doing well. I, w- I needed freaking Greg Joseph to, as you texted me the night before, I needed Greg Joseph, my kicker, to give me 11 points. He got me one. So that was great. 
No bueno. No bueno. Let's make some picks for this week. Yes. Okay, I feel like well, I'm going to run out of players really quickly here. <laughs> I, I kind of went. I went heavy this week. I, I think I went kind of heavy last week. Didn't really. It kind of paid off for me. I, it was a little closer. But I uh, went real heavy. I went pretty heavy this week too. Okay. Like I'm, uh, I'm looking back on it now, and I'm like, whoa. <laughs> you went ham on this one. I went ham. Fair. Okay. All right. I'm starting quarterback at Jalen Hurts this week. Ooh. Let's go. Let's go. Uh, Josh Allen. <laughs> Here we go. Yeah. Here we go. <laughs> uh, running back number one for me is Austin Eckler. I'm really hopeful they've got to get him more involved, and this is the right spot with the Jags coming to town. Yep. Uh, running back one for me is your boy, Dalvin Cook. Same same situation. Got to get him more involved. Yep. I'm also throwing up a Hail Mary on Derrick Henry. Again, mm-hmm. I think if you're going to – this is your week, man. This is your week. You got a weak yep. defense coming in. Got to get right. Okay. Uh, my running back two, same thing you just said for your one, Austin Eckler, getting him yeah. more involved. Wide receiver one, I'm going Drake London. This is the one where I kind of was like, hey, you know what? I can save a little cash here. I'll go Drake London. Uh, I went with A.J. Brown. Obviously had a big week one. Solid week two. I need some some big numbers week three. I'm good with that. Go, Jalen, go. And then wide receiver two, Jamar Chase. Ooh. <laughs> Home big. Let's go. I went with his running mate, T. Higgins. <laughs> T. Higgins. I love it. Uh, tied in, I got Gerald Everett. Damn it. What are the odds? I got Gerald Everett, too. <laughs> yeah, there's only so many here. And Flex, going big at Flex, DeAndre Swift. Got to get him while they're healthy. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> uh, I went, I think I regret this. DK Metcalf. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> I think I regret this move. <laughs> He's playing the Falcons, but uh, kicker. I went with Young Shu Ku from those Falcons. So watch out. <laughs> so did I. <laughs> oh my god! Come on. <laughs> Defense. Steelers. Falcons. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Let's go. All right, I got Jalen Hurts, Austin Eckler, Derrick Henry, Drake London, Jamar Chase. Gerald Everett, DeAndre Swift in the flex, Young Hoku, and Young Waku and the Falcons. I went with Josh Allen, Dalvin Cook, Austin Eckler, AJ Brown, T. Higgins, Gerald Everett, DK Metcalf in my flex, Young Waku, and the Steelers. Yeah, we're both pretty heavy this week. <laughs> I just felt like Josh Allen, I don't know. Against I just look what Lamar Jackson did last week. I was like, all right, just give me 50 points right there. That's please. true. That's true. I forgot that that was such a shootout. I mean, I thought Miami had a decent defense, but I guess they do not. I guess they do not. Whew. Well, speaking of that game, let's do a do it bet for that game. Ooh. Oh, yeah. You say you want to get get your little spinner wheel thing out? Yeah. Let me get the wheel of names. So we're going to pick two players work. from each team. Cannot choose the quarterbacks. And we're going to run them up and see what happens. Wheel of names. I love this thing. For anyone who just go to wheelofnames.com, you can enter in anybody's name and just make a. I just typed in Brady. I put my son's name, Kemper Ethan. Okay. So this is for first pick. So we're doing it for first overall pick. You ready? Yep. Tap. You are blue. Come on, blue. Ah, uh, damn it. Yes. Give me that. Let's Wait go. Congratulations. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm going to go. Um, this is a tough choice because there's, we're really, let's be honest. We're really looking at receivers here mostly. All the receivers. Let's be honest. Receivers are so money. But um, we got one. Who are you taking? I'm going to go with Stephon Diggs. He's been Damn. unstoppable. I'm going to go with Diggs. 
Give me uh, Hill and Waddle. Oh, I forgot you get back to back. Yep. Oh, this is kind of lame then, because now we're well. Then now we're just like Buffalo so versus basically Bills, Dolphins. Unless you go with uh, Chase Edmonds, you go with Raheem Mostert. So I would go Gabe Davis. I hold. I reserve the right if he's not playing, obviously, to change it. That's Don't fair. look at me like so, I know it's a. Ooh. So who would be uh, your backup if no Gabe Davis? Just so we can get it on the record. I'm taking Ember, your dog. <laughs> Um, Sorry about that, well, folks. Dude, I mean, God, Jake Kumaro filled in for him last week. I don't definitely don't want him. Uh, I don't want Mike Gesicki. Dawson Knox is injured too. So if Knox doesn't, I say Knox would be my backup. If Knox doesn't play either, so if they're without Gabe Davis and Dawson Knox, I mean at that point I've got to look at a running back. I think. Um, I guess I would go with uh, Devin Singletary, third option. So the order: Gabe Davis is my choice. If he doesn't play. Dawson Knox. If he doesn't play, Devin Singletary. Okay, that's quite the uh, the list. That's fair. You're just putting your waiver claims. Golly, yeah, I forgot you got back to back picks. I was gonna make you have the fourth pick, and then yeah, Diggs and Waddle. That's that's gonna win, though. I think. Well, because then I was thinking, if I had the one pick, it was gonna be between obviously Diggs and Hill, and so I was, to, I was thinking to maybe spice it up. I was hoping you were gonna go with Hill. Just so it wouldn't just be Bills, Dolphins. Yeah. Uh, I mean, do we want to add a third? So then you'd have the next pick. There aren't enough players. <laughs> <laughs> there aren't enough guys. I mean, I'd be like, like I said, I just named the other guys and they may not even be playing. So let's just go with that. I hope okay. Gabe Davis plays. And if he does, I'm good with this. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. I say Stefan Diggs and Gabe Davis have more fantasy points than Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle this week. Do it. Do it. Do it. <laughs> Don't forget to do it. And I say Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle have more points than Stephon Diggs and Gabe Davis slash Dawson Knox and Devin Singletary. Do it. And maybe Devin Singletary if necessary. Do it, do it, do it. <laughs> TBD if necessary. All right. Um, well, that does it for this uh, this episode. And you're a jerk on your trivia. So I will I will make sure we remember that next time. Not only will I get you on on campus next week, but I'll also get you on trivia. That's fair. That's all right. I'm all yeah. good with it. Hey, I only yep. got two out of five with uh, Ted Lasso, and that was more rel- more recent, too. It's understandable, man. 18 years since you've seen Rocky. I'm a little embarrassed by the 15 rounds thing because that's a general boxing thing. I think nowadays they do 12, but... I think um, right now it's 12, but yeah. I think back they do 15. That makes more sense. Uh, Buckus, I don't think I was... I wasn't going to come. Even multiple choice. I feel stupid, but I don't think I would have gotten that. You feel stupid. It's a, you have a 25% chance. <laughs> Why would you feel? I, it, yeah. Like, yes. but you, like you said, like I ruled out Sly and Rawhide pretty quickly. So, so you still have a 50% chance. As you say in our college pick and NFL pick Flip that coin. Flip that coin. Oof. So, yes. A lot of great games coming up this weekend, highlighted by the Falcons game and also the Lions game. Oh, my gosh. Everyone's just excited for those two games. So watch out. Don't forget the Raiders-Titans, uh, 0-4 in mind. Fourth choice, Cowboys-Giants. Those are going to be the ones <laughs> we're going to be talking about in this coming week. So everyone get ready for those games. But uh, So until that time, keep on folding. Hold it. <laughs>